Praise the Lord. God bless you. My name is Apostle Julius Mark K. Barry from the Barry Generation. And this is the wonderful podcast we are about to inspire the Word of God in you. I would like you to stay tuned. Share this link to everyone because God has something for you. God bless you so much. Stay tuned. Welcome back. My name is Pastor Julius Marquet Banridge, and I would like you to pay attention and get your pen and paper because we are about to dive deep into the Word of God today. I would like you to say a prayer with me. I would just want you to lift up your voice wherever you are. If you are in your office, you are in the car, you are home, you are just in your school, whatever you are doing with your earpiece on, just lift up your voice and begin to say, Thank you, Jesus. Father, I bless you. I adore you. I magnify your name. I say, King of Kings, Lord of Lords everlasting father is your name you are the king immortal king invisible the only god that is wise and every other gods are full you are the only god that takes our sins and deposits in the sea of forgetfulness and put a sign of no vision father i just want to say thank you great are you lord worthy to be praised in jesus name i pray amen heavenly father we thank you this morning this afternoon this evening depending on where you are just as it has been declared that this is our year of supernatural turnaround this is our year of enlargement and expansion this month this day this week shall prosper you listening to me in the name of jesus we shall give glory to god for everything that he's about to do for us and everything he has done in jesus mighty name we pray amen god bless you all today i would like to talk to you about what i entitled keep that faith active what did i say keep that faith active the greatest spiritual virtue is faith and it is interesting to know that the greatest attack being launched against any spiritual virtue is the attack on faith child of god i would like you to know that faith is the most attacked spiritual virtue and the reason and the reasons are very obvious jesus saw an, an attack coming to peter it was an attack on his faith if you check all through the scripture or through the gospel, it was only on the subject of faith that Jesus promised to pray for Peter. Jesus prayed one public prayer for his disciples in the book of John chapter 17. But when it came to the subject of faith, Jesus said to Peter in the book of Luke chapter 22 verse number 31 to number 32, he says, but I have prayed for you, Peter, that thy faith fails not. He says what? I have prayed for you, Peter, that your faith faileth not. Luke 22, verse number 32. Why? Because I have seen that Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. Do you know what that means? Faith is the stabilizing force of destiny. When faith is gone, what remains can be sifted. Faith stabilizes what? Destiny. Satan was out to sift Peter on the account of attacking his what? His faith. So without faith, destiny is what? Unstable. Faith is very crucial. It does not only impress or pleases God, it also threatens Satan because it has the power to subdue and suppress all class of the devil and, opp- and oppositions. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 16, the popular verse of scripture, the Bible said, above all. It says what? Above all. I want you to know that faith is always above all. The Bible said, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able. Faith enables people put 
faith in the hand of a weak person and you will see the person being enabled. The Bible said, above all, taking the shield of faith, that wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fairy dart of the wicked. To quench means to put out of existence. And you agree with me that there are fairy dart of the wicked everywhere, but it says by faith, you shall be able to put off all class of the devil. I decree over your life that any class of the devil being engaged against your destiny shall be canceled in the name of Jesus. Jesus was asked the other day, why couldn't we cast out the devil? And Jesus said, because of your lack of faith. I want you to know that faith is the arrowhead of destiny. Everywhere faith goes, it penetrates. Faith does not know resistance. Everywhere it goes, oppositions bow to it. And as I speak to you right now, the faith is penetrating into your situation in your life in the name of Jesus. Everything goes to work when faith is at work. What did I say? Everything goes to work when faith is at work. So if you want things to work for you, then put faith to work. Our father in the Lord, that's my father, said everything acquired in his church or in ministry was by faith. And I would like you to know, child of God, son of God, daughter of God, that where I am today or what God is doing with me today is as a result of faith. Jesus' disciples looked at him in John chapter 8, chapter 6, verse number 28 to 29. And this is what, having seen how things were working under Jesus Christ and his disciples, his disciples asked him, Master, what shall we do to work this kind of work that you are working? And Jesus said to them, this is the work of God. This is the work that is, this is to work the work of God that he believed on him who has sent us. All right. Jesus said to them, this is the work of God. That is, this is to, and the work of God I, Jesus, have been sent to do is to work the work of the Father. So faith is the worker. Everywhere faith goes to work, things around are bound to work. Beginning from this month and this week and this day, everything will work in your life in the name of Jesus. Just as it's working for our father, just as it's working for your father, it's working for me as well. Everything shall work for you in the name of Jesus. Satan is attacking your faith because he knows that by it, everything works. Until faith fails, nothing fails. Until faith fails, nothing fails. So the day your faith fails, that is the day everything begins to fail in your life. Faith failure is fatal failure. Listen to me, child of God. Faith failure is fatal failure. If your faith falls, forget any other thing around you and everything will fail. I want you to know as a child of God that faith is the key that connects you to God's glory. <laughs> what did I say? Faith is the key that connects you to God's glory. In John chapter 11, verse number 40, Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Faith in God connects you to the glory from God. That is to say, faith terminates shame and brings about your glorious destiny from God. What more? Faith is the performer. 
What did I say? Faith is the performer. Luke chapter 1 verse number 45. And blessed is she that believe. For there shall be what a performance of the things which we were told or that were told from her of the law. When faith is at work, performance is in view. Look to your neighbor or tell yourself, when faith is at work, performance is in view. Every time you believe what God says, expect the performance of the word. I know that everything God spoke to you about this month and this year shall manifest in the name of Jesus. I said what? It shall manifest in the name of Jesus. Faith is what gives identity. Faith is what makes destiny to count. In Genesis chapter 15 verse number 5, Abraham believed and it was counted for him to be right. So faith is what gives identity. Faith is what makes destiny count. Abraham believed. Abraham had faith. And it was counted for him to be right. Faith makes destiny to count. That is what is making my ministry to count today. Those who stand by faith usually end outstanding. If you stand and walk with a man of God that has faith, that is empowered by the word of God, your end result is outstanding. All through the record of Hebrews chapter 11, all the names mentioned there were attached to faith. If you read the book of Hebrews chapter 11, the Bible said, By faith Noah, by faith Abel, through faith Abraham, through faith Sarah. So by faith, the reason why they are living even after they are dead is because faith was their backbone. My God. I have observed that certain ministries have refused to die even though their founders are dead because they are or they were faith ministries. The reason why those ministries are still alive is because they are faith ministries. Notwithstanding, we are talking about not only ministry, but I want you to know certain organizations that were connected to God through faith are still standing. Colgate is still standing because he was a man that paid 90% tithe. Quicker Oath is still standing today because he was a man that pays tithe. Listen to me, child of God. Faith don't die. Those who hold to faith may depart from this world, but they don't die because faith lives on. Now, it is important for us to understand that there are certain things that makes faith to work. Let's look at the kind of faith that works. I want you to look at this. Let's let's understand this. So, you ask me, man of God, what are the kind of faith that works? Number one, the kind of faith that works must first of all... It must be what? Personal. The faith that will work must be personal. Faith is a personal adventure and not a joint adventure. Faith is a personal adventure, not a joint adventure. There is nothing like we are believing God together. There is nothing like I am praying with my friend and I know that God will answer us together. God never calls people together. He calls them individually. The call to faith is personal. You are saved personally. Nobody could believe for you to be saved. It says if you believe in your heart, God shall 
give you salvation. Romans chapter 10, verse number 9 10. If you believe, if you believe, not if I believe for you, it must be a, confess, a confession. He said, with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. That is why faith is not conferable. You can't confer faith on someone. I cannot lay hands on you and say, receive faith. Even in the prophetic, when virtue is being transferred, the recipient must believe in the transferer. That is why it says, believe in the Lord thy God and believe in his prophet. So there must be a reciprocal form of impartation. I lay and transfer the gift. You must also prepare yourself to receive. No matter how anointed a prophet is, if he puts his rod on your head and there is no faith in you, you will be like Gehazi. May you not be like that in the name of Jesus. I can make certain declaration. You have to sow a seed and do this. But if you don't have faith, you shall be like Gehazi. So faith is not conferable. Faith is what? Personal. I always say, I am not the only one who had the privilege to follow Bishop Benaf Afrisa Taylor. But it is not for all of us that is following him that the thing is working for. There are certain people you work with, destiny opens up to you. There are people you work with, your destiny naturally closes. It must be a personal faith as it is in God's word that faith that will work must be personal. Your faith must be inspired by somebody else. But your faith cannot work out for you by someone else. Your faith may be inspired by someone else, but your faith cannot work out for you by someone else. It is personal faith that births personal victories. And it is personal faith that births personal or testimonies. I would like you to know, child of God, that is why when it comes to sharing testimony, there is nothing like joint testimonies. Each person shares his testimony or her testimony from his or her personal challenges and encounters. I decree and declare over your life that you shall encounter God and give your own testimony in the name of Jesus. That is why the Bible said in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse number 4, the Bible said something very clear there. The Bible says something very clear that it says that just the just shall live by his faith. I love the word his. The just shall live by his faith. Please take note of the word his. The just shall live by his faith. It is not an open faith, but a personal faith. Everything about your life is up to your faith. I like to repeat that as many times as I can. Everything about your life is up to your faith. Listen to me, child of God. Everything about your life is up to your faith. I will pray with you. I will pray for you. I can pray by you, but it will manifest quickly according to your faith. Jesus said, be it unto you according to your faith, the blind man. He said, your faith has made you whole. It is a personal thing. It is to each person according to his faith. Matthew chapter 9 verse number 27. Then touch his eyes or touch their eyes saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. It is to each person according to what? His faith. God responds to each of us according to our faith. If your faith is zero, you get zero response. If your faith is 40%, you get what? 40% response. 
you cannot blame anybody for what is happening to you. So if you have any question to ask, ask your faith. You cannot blame anybody for the problem you are going through. You cannot blame anybody for the troubles you are going through. Man of God, you prophesied to me last week that I'm going to make it. I'm going to be great. Yes, you can't blame me for it. You can ask your faith because I have delivered the word of God. What are you doing about it? You cannot blame anybody for your happiness. If you have any question to ask, ask your faith. It is up to you according to your faith. There are many that were called into ministry the same time that my father in the Lord was called into ministry. But the effect of the ministry years after is according to each person's faith. I have been called into ministry the same time many of my contemporaries were called into ministry. But the result is according to each of us, our faith. So you can see the difference. Some started ministry doubting, singing songs of pains even before they started the ministry. 20 years after, it is according to the wilderness experience he sang about. Everything about you and your life is up to your faith. If you believe it, it can be done, it can be done. If you say it is difficult, it will be difficult. In the book of Luke chapter 16, verse number 16, the Bible said, But the kingdom of God suffered, but every man pressed into it. It will interest you to know that the doubt of a thousand persons cannot temper with the faith of one person. It will interest you to know that the doubt of a thousand persons cannot temper with the faith of one person. God does not operate by public opinion. God does not respond to polls, but he responds to faith. If he can find one person believing, then God will work or go to work in your life. Someone is seated listening to me now. Faith is working for you as I'm talking to you in the name of Jesus. I said the faith that works is working for you in the name of Jesus. The woman with the issue of blood went through the crowd. You know what Peter said? He said, many people are thronging you. How can you say someone has touched you? Many people are thronging and Jesus said, there is someone here with faith. And only that one woman who touched with faith got what she was looking for. God does not respond to the crowd, but he responds to the faith in you. And you are the one with the faith in Jesus' name. Oh, can I hear a wonderful amen wherever you are? In the book of Mark chapter 10, verse number 52, Jesus said to blind Bartimaeus, According to your faith, receive your sight. He said, go thy way. Your faith has made you whole. And Jesus said unto him, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in in the way. There were a lot of blind people there. But the day someone believed, that day became his own day. I'm decreeing over your life as an apostle of God that this month shall be your month in the name of Jesus. I said this month shall be your month in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 17 verse number 19. When one leper returned to thank God for the healing, Jesus said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. In the verse, 10 of them were cleansed and one returned in faith. And Jesus said, 
Thy faith has made thee whole. Thy what? Thy faith has made thee whole. You are rated and rewarded to the proportion of your faith. What did I say? You are rated and rewarded to the proportion of your faith. Where your faith stops is where your adventure stops. Where your faith stops is where your blessing stops. And thank God because faith is growing, virtue or so is your blessing glory, glory, growing in the name of Jesus. And thank God because it is growing virtue so your blessings can be a growing blessing. The closest person to the woman with the issue of blood did not get healed. Faith is limited or blessings are limited to the one who believes. Quickly, let's look at this. How do you develop personal faith? How do you develop what? Personal faith. Number one, you have to be what? Individualistic in your approach. Be individualistic in your approach. You may be in a congregation but forget who is next to you. Forget about who comes and who does not come. Be individualistic in your approach. The Bible said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 24, in a race many run, but only one receives the prize. So run that ye may be the one that obtain. Be what? Individualistic. Drop your crowd consciousness. God calls individual and answers individual. And you can see that in the reference made earlier. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 24. The woman with the issue of blood, she was too conscious of herself that she wasn't intimidated about the crowd. She saw, neither did she consider the weakness of her body. She being anemic over the years, so she was weak. Secondly, she must not be seen in the crowd according to the Jewish law. Every woman in her menses must not appear in public according to the law, the Jewish law. This woman took the wrecks, not afraid she might be caught and be stoned to death and went among me. And even going through Peter, but this woman broke all protocols because she was what? Individualistic, just like faith will do. Faith disregard protocols. Faith in the natural does not function by decency. Your strength lies in your individualistic mentality. Your strength is knowing that you are alone in this race. If you look at the story of Hannah in Shiloh, every time before then she will complain but this time around she went as an individual you may come from a far place to this meeting or you can be far listening to me right now even though you are you are here as a group or you are listening as a family you must stand before god as an individual hannah went to stay in a corner somewhere there by she may say even though her voice wasn't heard her lips was moving she was connecting in the end she had something to show i want to pray a prayer for you you shall have something to show in the name of jesus i said what you shall have something to show in the name of jesus testimonies are the most authentic proof of an encounter if you don't have a testimony, then you did not have an encounter. 
The Bible said, the following year, Hannah came with her baby. Testimony is the most authentic proof of an encounter. And this all happens by being individualistic in your approach. By being what? Individualistic in your approach. How to develop your personal faith? Number two, refuse to be pitied. What did I say? Refuse to be pitied. Number two, what? Refuse to be pitied. Faith does not take pity. Personal faith does not take pity. People may pity you but refuse their pity. Rather, accept their responsibility for the change that you desire. What did I say? People may pity you but refuse their pity and accept the responsibility for the change that you desire. Okay, all cases of people whose personal faith worked for them, they accepted personal responsibility for every step that they took. So, number three, how to develop your individual faith? Number three, go for a personal search in the word as it relates to your issue. What did I say? Go for a personal search in the word as it relates to your issues. There has been testimony on how people made a search through the word of God. Some said after the service, the word of the Lord spoke to them. Some also say during the recordings, man of God, as you, as you were teaching certain scriptures I have never seen, you brought illumination to, to me. Go for personal search because the word of there is a word for anyone in any situation that he finds himself in. The great record of revelation was as a result of someone who personally went for a search. Revelation chapter 1 verse number 9 and 10, John said, I was on the island of Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. He says what? I was on the island. What you go for is what comes to you. Go for a personal search. Whatever is personally owned was personally earned. Go for a personal search. Whatever was personally owned was personally searched for. Whatever is personally possessed was personally acquired. So if faith must be personal to you, then you have to personally acquire it. And once you pay the price to remain with you, it remains with you forever. Humility became the key of my life and it has personally become my possession. Humility has given me access to doors people are still fighting to access for. Humility, the study of the word. The miracle of God has given me access to doors that people are still struggling and fighting for. The kind of faith that must work, number two, must be what? Heart burned. The kind of faith that must work must be what? Heart burned. Faith that works is faith of the heart and not faith of the herd. It is faith of the herd concern. 
faith that works is faith of the heart and not faith of the heard. Faith of the heard concerns. When faith is born, it's born in the heart. It makes the heart to burn. When faith is born in the heart, it makes the heart to burn. B-U-R-N. Living faith is burning faith. The heart is the resting place of faith. Romans chapter 10, verse number 10, the Bible said, If you listening to me, believes in what? Your heart. So faith is residue or resident in your heart. So when faith is in your heart, you will know because faith is substance. According to Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 1. And it is what? Substantial and measurable. When is when it is there, you know. And when it's not there, you will know. When faith enters into your heart, it will make you restful inside your restless outside. Listen to me, child of God. That is to say, it will move you and it will love you and it will make you behave like a drunkard. It will be poised for action. When faith is in your heart and it's burning, it makes you look like a drunkard. You are crazy. I'll buy a jet. Oh, you are crazy. It is faith being moved in action. When faith is there, it will be assuring within, but assorting without. You will be assorting the devil and sicknesses. It will give you assurance in your heart and be confronting the opposition around you. When faith is inside, it makes you resolute within, but revolutionary without. It makes you violent fighting against the things on your way it puts you on the run and makes you a driving force when faith enters into abraham the bible says he struggled or he staggered not at the promises of god through unbelief but he was strong in the faith giving glory to god and being fully what persuaded he was calmed within so faith of the heart hear this again so faith is of the heart when faith hearts born it will heart burn hear this again when faith when faith in the heart is born it will bring heart burning so faith that work works so faith that will work is not of the head but it is of the word the heart the resting place of faith is the heart, not the heart. When it gets there, it becomes restful and ready toward to work. The faith that will work must, first of all, be personal and heart burning. The faith that will work, first of all, must be personal and heart burn. Now, how do you develop faith in your heart? How do you develop faith in your heart? How do you develop faith in your heart? Number one, Romans chapter 10 verse number 17, God's word is capsules of faith. Every time God's word is preached, the mission is to develop faith or produce faith. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith is not to be assumed faith is to be built faith is to be acquired faith is to be what 
purchased. Never assume that you have faith because faith never assumed that you have faith because faith is word-based. So if you don't have a word, then you don't have faith because faith is substance to the things in the word that we hope for. Faith comes by hearing the word and hearing and hearing the word of God. The first hearing is the hearing of the physical ears. And the second hearing is the hearing with the inner ears. That is why it, 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 has, it has happened to many of us. When you first heard a word on healing, you were wondering if this is true. And when you heard it the second time, you started adjusting yourself. When you heard it again, you said, this is true. And when you heard it the fourth time, then you dived into it. Not everybody develops faith at the first hearing. That is why you need to develop it. So number one step to developing faith of the heart is what? Continuous hearing of the word. I always hear our grandfather in the Lord say, I can never be poor. And I always say, why is this man speaking this way until 2017 when I encountered Pastor Kephas Johanna and I caught a certain light when he taught me supernatural supply. Faith enters the heart by loading the word. How does bullet enter into a gun? By loading it. A gun does not load bullet itself. Bullet cannot enter a gun by itself. Bullet enters the gun by loading it. So is the word being loaded in your heart. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. I can continue so on and so on. And that is why faith is not for lazy people. I see people who go from place to place saying, Pastor, pray for me. I tell them to read the book or read this passage. And they say, no, I just want sharp, sharp prayer. I just want sharp, sharp miracle. I want hot, hot prayers. It is good. But when... This faith enters into your heart. The disciples that Jesus met on the way to Emmaus in Luke chapter 24, verse number 34. You know what they said? And they said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he walked with us by the way and while he opened us to the scriptures? Uh, these people were deliberating about the resurrection of Christ. They said he's a saint. He said, Oh, fools. Then Jesus expounded the scriptures to them and their hearts were burnt. Their hearts was illuminated. So every time you are receiving the word of faith, it burns your heart to believe. Number two, how do you develop faith in the heart? Number two, take personal responsibility to study the word of God. What did I say? Take personal responsibility to study the word of God. My father in the Lord during pastor's meeting said, My son, steady. Steady. My son, listen to teachings. My son, read books. And this has helped me. Paul speaking to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 13. Till I come. Give attendance to reading. Give what? Attendance to reading. More importantly, as I ran up to develop a heartburn faith, meditate on the word. Meditate on what? The word of God. 
Number one, it is continuous hearing. Number two, taking responsibility to study the word. Number three, meditation. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. Meditate upon these things and give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. What is meditation in the light of the subject of faith? Meditation is spiritual reasoning. Meditation is spiritual alignment. Meditation is spiritual positioning. If the word says, he took my sicknesses, in your meditation, you begin to ask, what does it mean to take? If it is taken, it means it is not there. Meditation creates an atmosphere for faith to be enhanced. It says, give and it shall be given to you. I have been given, so what is happening in meditation? God's word says, it shall be given to me. He didn't say I should pray for it. So therefore, when you give in meditation, you tell God, I have given. You said there must be a return. So where is my return? And God must do something for you. So you start building your faith to be a receiver as long as you have given. Faith enters your heart, which is the resting place and the platform on which which it works as you keep hearing and hearing so the platform on which faith will work is when you keep hearing hearing and hearing and hearing the word of god studying and studying and reasoning and reasoning in meditation suddenly faith becomes established in your heart this is the way it works and it must be personal number two it must be heart burn I know faith is burning in your heart right now as I'm, I have done this teaching. I know someone is here connecting to the source of heaven right now. You shall not live here with shame in the name of Jesus. I said you shall not leave this teaching or this podcast with shame in the name of Jesus. You shall live with the glory and power in the name of Jesus. With this belief, I would like you, wherever you are, close your eyes and begin to say a word. Begin to say, my faith is working. My faith is working. Begin to open up your mouth and say, my faith is working. It's working for me. It's working. It shall work. My faith shall work in the name of Jesus. I believe with all honesty, without any doubt that my faith is working. Oh, begin to thank on Jesus. Begin to love on God. My faith is working. I keep my faith active in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, I begin to thank you for all that you've done for me. I thank you for every word you have given to me. Father, let my heart be a resident place for faith maturity. Father, I develop my heart, my mind, my soul, my body to accept you in every ramification of life. In the Jesus name we pray. Oh, amen. Thank you, child of God. As you have listened to this word, I know faith is built in your heart. I would like you, wherever you are, to deposit a seed. Release a sacrifice. Don't ever listen to any teaching without connecting. Try to find a way of connecting. It doesn't matter the amount. It is the heart attached to the giving. It is what? The heart attached to what? The giving. You see, the the unbelievers understand what sacrifice entails. The unbelievers understand what sacrifice entails. Why am I saying that? They can sacrifice on your head. They can send your name to a witchcraft coven. 
that they should destroy you, destroy your family, destroy your business. Somebody has gone to see a malam in your office. Somebody has gone to see a witch doctor. Someone has gone to see a soothsayer because you are working with him or her or you are in the same company or you are doing better than the person so the person wants to bring you down and they are ready to do or pay anything. I want you to know that this ministry, the Born Regeneration, is a giving ministry. I always advise people, even if you don't give to my ministry, give to a giving pastor. Because it is in giving that we, we get blessed. I came to analyze that God is mathematically dyslexia. Why am I saying that? In normal sense, when you give, you are being you are reducing. But God understands subtraction by addition. He understands division by multiplication. So he said, give and it shall be given to you. He said, there is he that giveth and yet has more with him. And there is he that withhold and becomes small. <laughs> God is somewhere. To connect and be a partner with the born regeneration with your seeds and offering, I would like you to use the following outlet. You can connect via PayPal by connecting www.paypal.me forward slash born regeneration one word born rich generation one word or you can use cash app that is dollar sign a o h e m e n g 89 a or himeng a or himeng 89 all in small letters dollar sign a o h e m e ng89 cash up and those who want to do via mobile money or world remit is 054-4083-430 momo 4083430 the name on it is mark julius kujo tigo cash those in ghana 057-440-1889 this is also my whatsapp number those who want to contact me internationally plus 233 five seven four four zero one eight eight nine if you want to do an international bank transfer please the bank name is stambic bank account name is mark julius kujo k-o-d-j-o-e account number is ninety four thousand seventy eight forty nine three seven five ninety four thousand seventy eight four nine three seven five and the swift code is capital letters s-b-i-c G-H-A-C. God bless you. You can connect with us on Facebook. My name is Mark Julius Kujo. M-A-R-K-J-U-L-I-U-R-S. K-O-D-J-O-E. On Instagram, one word, Mark Julius bon- Mark Bonridge. Or Audio Mark, Apostle Julius Mark K. Bonridge. On YouTube, Bonridge Generation. Just type my name, Mark Julius K. Bonridge on Google. You get every details you're looking for. I know God has answered everyone. And God is going to give you a testimony. I decree and declare over your life. That the faith to keep your destiny burning shall continue to burn inside of you. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you. Receive grace. Receive life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.